Hi, I'm Anushka. And I'm Akila. And you're listening to Through, Through the, the Fifth, Fifth Dimension. In today's episode, we're doing something a little different. We're interviewing my dad about toxic masculinity in his generation. So, um, in my perspective, I think toxic masculinity is a harmful societal standard set for men in which they have to follow like a certain set of guidelines to be manly enough. And often it is associated with the stereotype that men are aggressive and dominant and stoic at times. Like they're often taught that they're not supposed to show their emotions unless it's anger. Yeah. It so, glorifies like a notion of manliness basically. Yeah. So what do you, do you think that's uh, an issue that we see in our daily life? In your daily life? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So it's a problem, especially with the older generation. I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So do you feel like it has continued on to our generation or it's just part of your generation? Um, I think your generation also, uh, hmm. it continues because society hasn't changed that much. Yeah. Right. So, okay. I really want to ask this question because I feel like it's very interesting to see from an outside of our generation perspective. But what do you think of the normalization of like makeup or nail polish for guys in our generation? Because a lot of people don't really view it positively. I don't have a particular opinion on mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that, that so the, like we were discussing before, right? So the two, I see that as different issues. Yeah. Um, in the sense that toxic masculinity is also, I think, derives its power from patriarchy. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, guys wearing makeup or nail polish, I think, is just a, a small kind of rebellion against that, but it's not really going to address the root cause of toxic masculinity. Mm. But see, toxic masculinity is sort of a way of living. It's a mindset, right? So, like, wearing, like, setting out of these, um, I guess, these... Rules. Yeah, rules. Like, even putting nail polish which is considered very feminine is breaking that mindset in a really big way because right. it's opposing that thing of oh you're a man you know meant to give a shit about how your nails look or how like you look with makeup you know meant to like that right so it is a big opposition it does go against toxic masculinity at its core that's why a lot of people are affected by it like for example harry styles yeah he wore it like a skirt or a dress yeah. once have you heard about the vogue cover he took a photo shoot for i know harry styles but i haven't seen the yeah but he like you know how like women are uh, like nowadays we wear suits and whatever and people don't really see that much of an issue with it obviously there are going to be some people who are still in stuck in the 1900s but nowadays it's more like common for women to be more um out of their gender stereotype right but i feel like in my perspective men haven't really like men aren't really allowed in our society to step out of their gender stereotypes as well like i feel like they're just stuck in one position do you feel the same personally or what yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what's your perspective in the entire thing so i see my perspective is that if you want to take on patriarchy right this is mm-hmm. one way of doing it but i don't know if it will change it because again already the guys who are doing this have been slaughtered yeah uh, and, and it's a, I, I think it's a small minority india i don't yeah. see it happening much yeah, the us you see it right yeah. india i don't see it happening much so the, taking on classic patriarchy i think is a there are other ways to do it like what to ways address. do you think we could do that like women becoming more equal women uh, taking but their own decisions but why is it so focused on women why is it women that have to make the effort uh, no women are not making the effort what i'm saying is that if 
so women stepping out of the house doing yeah. women's having a choice in terms of marriage divorce yeah. right raising kids on their own yeah. these are the things that still need to be done to break it i mean like just breaking gender stereotypes mm. is one yeah. aspect of it but i mean there are core aspects that need to be addressed as well so yeah. that's what that's what my feeling would be i don't know necessarily if breaking the whole gender stereotype thing is going to solve this problem that is my opinion see but uh, toxic masculinity isn't just about breaking the problem of patriarchy that's one yeah. like issue within it but that that that's a root cause of it in my opinion yeah, yeah. patriarchy is obviously the root cause of a lot of other issues but toxic masculinity is something that is keeping men like um, restrained restrained like yeah there you have you heard like the term boys don't cry yeah yeah so yeah, yeah so keeping emotions to themselves and yeah, yeah. being stoic yeah. that's basically the main part of toxic masculinity you see the right. thing is a patriarchy do you feel like it's harmful for men also it is harmful for men yeah so yeah. like how do you think it's harmful for men men don't talk they yeah. don't express emotions and then um, uh, some of them turn uh, turn into abuse against women yeah. or their kids Yeah. So, so those are the implications of toxic masculinity the fact that men are being told to keep them like emotions themselves and not express themselves for example through fashion is what is causing this like i guess epidemic of toxic masculinity right so wait i want to go back to the harry styles vogue cover thing okay. so he wore basically a gown in that cover okay and then a lot of and he's wearing nail polish and like a lot of feminine things apparently so there were sort of the parents who saw that vogue cover was like no you like he's kind of spreading what was the term they said the girl something he they said something about indoctrination indoctrinating the little kids into yeah he's like brainwashing the kids yeah to go into this stream like this is not okay for guys like he can't promote this to his audience that guys can wear gowns and nail polish so like what do you think of that because that mainly came from a, like your generation right so i don't know i mean like i don't have an opinion either way hmm. so as I a parent do you feel like it's harmful like for No, any of these things. I mean, as a parent, I don't feel it's harmful. Everyone has to mm. experience their, I mean, whatever is out there, and then make their own decisions. So yeah. I, I don't have an opinion either way on that. Mm. But I can see where it's coming from because obviously it is threatening uh, the whole masculine definition. So yeah. people would be uh, opposing it. It's not going to be an easy change. Yeah. So okay, like this again is a very gender-related question because I feel like this is a very big thing that plays into toxic masculinity, like. people's perspective on gender but what do you think of our generation's attitude towards gender because we are moving to a very gender fluid society and a lot of people feel like that challenges toxic masculinity like i said i'm confused i i don't <laughs> know if it will solve yeah. it will solve the problem of toxic masculinity right. so i it might help but i don't know if that will be the that, that is the solution gender fluidity is the solution to solve hmm. i mean definitely i mean like the way you're defining it Yes, it could because then you don't have a masculine gender. Yeah. So you're taking about, away the definition of masculinity. So then, obviously. Right, but in my perspective, I don't think it's about getting rid of masculinity in the. No, no, but like, I'm just saying that if you're gender fluid, I mean, you're kind yeah. of saying that okay, there is no. Yeah, the the whole point of like saying that gender is subjective and like gender expression is subjective. The the whole point is so that people know that there aren't a set of rules for you to follow to be a certain gender. Like nowadays people are more open to women doing things which are not considered feminine, right? And um you wouldn't consider her not a woman or like not uh, I mean a lot of people still do, but it's it's more open for women because see, women have come a long way in the in the sense that 
you know, we didn't have rights at one point. And then after that, we started working on the stereotypes as well. Like, first, we started with the most, more basic things, you know, just like rights <laughs> and like respect. And then we moved on to gender stereotypes. But mm-hmm. since uh, men have always been in power this whole time, and they haven't really um, had to fight for like rights or anything like that in society, they have had the power the whole time. Yeah. Now they don't feel the need to fight gender stereotypes either. Like, that's, I feel like that's one main thing that's, holding us back like if we want to evolve like completely i think we also need to break gender stereotypes and you say yeah obviously it's not just going to be only breaking gender stereotypes i feel like it it should be in tandem like all these things should have be happening at once yeah. it will take a long time but there's small steps you know getting rid of toxic masculinity is not about telling every man to wear nail polish it's not that it's, it's just about option. it's about them having the option you know how People say nowadays that like feminism is not about um, women having to like get away from stereotypes. It's about them having the option to choose. That's the same thing about getting rid of toxic masculinity. You know, it's not like men don't have their own issues. Men do have a lot of issues. And a lot of times people tell them you're not supposed to show your emotions. You're supposed to be the breadwinner of the house. You're supposed to take care of everything. And that could be like stressful on a lot of people. And we just don't really care much about it because they're men and apparently they're not supposed to um, feel, feel yeah. emotions yeah so it's basically about you feeling worthy of being a man regardless of how you deal with your emotions or how you yeah. want to express yourself it's that that's what i feel like the entire thing is about yeah, but what do you guys think about i mean because uh, hmm. the religious angle also comes into the whole yeah. thing mm-hmm. right so because a lot of religions are opposed to this they've created these roles yeah um so Without addressing that problem, just looking at a, a gender-fluid uh, kind of a world, is it going to help? See, that is an interesting point, but I feel like a lot of times when people talk about my religion is the thing holding me back, most religions, according to me, most religions is about loving people around you, right? And if you're not going to love a man for just expressing himself and being different for from other men, then is that really sticking to your religion? Majority of the religions tell you like in in the in their specific books like in like the bible or in the quran they always say to love your brothers and sisters to love the people around you love your neighbor you know but if you're not going to love the people who are different from you then are you really following your religion that's not a question you should ask me (laughs) no i'm just i'm (laughs) saying in general you know so if we're talking about religion as well we need to talk about the fact that people use religion as an excuse to forget about these issues and not only forget about issues but also use that to make others feel bad for themselves like for example like homophobia stems a lot from religion unfortunately a lot of people use that as an excuse too but yeah so it's it's more about just like breaking the tradition because women have started breaking the tradition as well, right? But where have, have men been allowed to do that? Yes, people have started doing that. But are men allowed to do that in the society is the real question we're asking. You know? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so do you think... Um, like, so we're going to tell you a few signs of, like, toxic masculinity. And you can tell us whether you think they're relevant to okay. it. Um, first of all, like showing anger and like dominance in um, relationships, for example. If yeah, do you it's think a very that's a big uh, indication of toxic masculinity? So do you think yeah. that's like a relevant sign? 
Sign in the sense? What do you mean? Sign, do you feel like a somebody is like overtly dominant? As a guy, he feels the need to always be dominant. To control right? everything the woman does in the relationship. Yeah. And yeah. So it is a sign of... Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And do you think there's like a solution for that? Solution for that is, I mean, how you raise yeah. boys, right? So, yeah. again, it goes back to the mothers and the fathers who are raising the boys. See, that, again, that's where toxic masculinity stems from, right? Exactly. It's a generational thing. It's, it's a generational thing. So yeah. How you raise a boy, if you keep telling them that you cannot express emotions, you don't cry, mm-hmm. uh, then these are all things that add up, and this is how but you have to behave. Why do you think it's carried out from generations? Like, for example, when you're younger, did you not notice that? Like, uh, I grew up with my grandmom, so for me, it was not specifically, I mean, hmm. you know. So you feel like you've not experienced toxic masculinity? I was not told that you have to behave in a certain way to women or you mm. have to hold back. Um, so it was not explicit. Yeah. But I know a lot of my friends where it's been explicit that I mean like yeah. you shouldn't cry, you shouldn't, uh, yeah. you should keep everything in. Um, mm. So the communication, keeping emotions in, all that was kind of ingrained into a lot of people. So that's why I mean like uh, your generation is much better, obviously because of social media and other things. Yeah. Uh, our generation was worse off because the communication lines were not there. Yeah. Uh, exposure wasn't there, so. And it's more like it was more common at that time to follow this type of stereotypes yeah. without thinking twice about. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like toxic masculinity encourages the idea that men are sort of entitled to women's bodies, and that's why like catcalling and like sexual harassment happens? Um, see, in terms of, uh, it is part of obviously toxic masculinity, the whole mm-hmm. catcalling, the harassing women and all that stuff, but um, I don't know if they feel entitled, but they feel that that's, they're acting out their part. Yeah. Uh, so being masculine means you have to do, being male means you have to do that. And unfortunate, yeah. but that's, that's what's being ingrained. And that's mm-hmm. also again getting passed down in generation so even now i don't think i mean that has changed that not, much, right? nothing is really because uh, uh, twitter instagram i mean people are quite toxic to yeah. some of them it's just become it. more like public like yeah. more people are aware of it but i don't see any like change happening yeah so what do you think of social media's relation to toxic masculinity do you feel like it's had decreased or increased uh, i think it's increased it or at least i mean i think it's basically so pre- social media in general my opinion was i mean if you thought something you wouldn't know that there were four other people yeah. who agree know, with you who are agreeing with you right so yeah. you kind of felt you read somewhere or you at least held in check a little bit but now the guy could be anywhere right? you form yeah. a small group of 20 people who are living all over, all across the world but they kind of um, agree with your thought process then you think that you're part of a tribe and you can do that you makes you more influenced in and also more aggressive ideas. Yeah. so you're just putting out your ideas out there these guys are agreeing with you yeah so that encourages you to be more toxic yeah that uh, I, agree so with that, I think i mean social media has amplified it to a great extent um i don't know if it's cut it down though uh, me Maybe. personally i don't really see like a change and and i do think that's a good point because now you know that there's people out there who agree with you in fact they may have made your opinion even worse than it already is yeah. you know so that is interesting um 
Yeah, when you feel like you have a lot more people agreeing with you, it makes you braver yeah. and bolder with the comments you make. Mm-hmm. So, okay, like for example, Twitter, I know Twitter, Instagram, they have tried to like, you know, restrict comments which spread hate and negative like mindsets and all. Do you feel like that's not contributing in any way in that, like cutting it down? Like if the if even that doesn't help, like what can help? Social media in itself, I, I think I mean, it's definitely if it's too toxic or if it's violent, yeah. you're you're making a threat against someone. I yeah. guess they they kind of censor it, uh, yeah. but they let you go far. I mean, like it's not that yeah. at the moment you make a comment about someone, they just stopping it. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean, what else can be done? Social media in itself is a very relatively new, like a ten-year-old phenomenon, right? So yeah. it's still evolving. Um, there are certain things that you could do, but again, because it's become so easy to cancel someone, so easy to yeah. But like, rarely right. works. Like, you know, somebody says something, and you're like, "Oh, we'll cancel them." Like, it rarely goes through. Yeah. Rarely goes through, or yeah, rarely? people like yeah. just come back, like with the right. same amount of popularity after a break. Yeah. Okay. Um. One, I wanted to give one example of, uh, I think, toxic masculinity. When she talked about catcalling, I remembered this. So basically, it's the fact that um, a lot of times in media as well, in like movies and TV shows, uh, when there's a like a like a love story going on, oftentimes you see the man just constantly chasing the woman, even if she shows disinterest and if she says no. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, in real life, if this was happening, people would be like, "Oh, he's weird. He's a stalker. He's a creep." But in movies, it's portrayed as this romantic thing because he keeps chasing her regardless of the fact that she does she doesn't show any interest, and he's praised for the fact that he is. Um, showing his love and he's he's really, so persistent yeah he's so persistent and they make it out to be this romantic thing so that the woman falls in love with him at the end so do you think that could have played a role in how young boys um look at love and the way they treat women because of media and like oh, definitely yeah movies definitely i yeah. think a, a bad influence at least the and now movies are changing a little bit yeah. in the last with the ott platforms it's slightly different but Previous generation, all movies were like that. I mean, all pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Every Shah Rukh Khan movie. Is <laughs> yeah, he's just chasing her. I remember in Dar. Have you watched the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like obsessed with her, but she doesn't like. But that's at least a negative role. Yeah, right? that's it. That finally like show yeah. something negative for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I actually find this really interesting. Like from media, like Bollywood, I feel like has really pushed this notion yeah. of that like men just have to okay. I feel like one second. This I want to bring up another point to this. Let's say when you're younger and a guy pulls like a girl's like ponytail like in the playground, they're like, oh, he likes you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like boys will be boys. Yeah, if a guy pushes you or something, like no, no, he likes you. He's being playfully flirty with you. So what do you feel about that? Because isn't that kind of giving way to like violent tendencies? I don't know. I mean, small kids do all sorts of things. So I guess you have yeah. to educate the kid. Yeah, uh, but like it's, it's now it's like a okay normalized thing, right? Like yeah. why was that not taught to them? Why do you think parents just ignore that and call it cute? It's kind of a complicated issue because there's a lot of things that are like the origins of toxic masculinity to the point where it feels kind of like you can't really get rid of it fully because it's kind of ingrained into our brain since we're younger. Like boys, it's more cultural really thing. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. That uh, just I mean, gender fluidity and gender stereotyping changing that is just one aspect of it yeah. to address it but there's a deep cultural problem there's a religious problem 
so those are more difficult things to address so like at least in india how do you feel like we can address that like keeping religion out of the thing because india is like obviously has so many religions practiced here india is more cultural thing it's basically um, i mean you cannot keep religion out of it right i mean like because yeah. uh, hinduism the son is supposed to take care of the parents and supposed to perform the last rites i mean like it's, it's a very integral part and and pretty much all other religions in india follow broadly the same set of things they call it culture customs yeah. whatever right so that has to change yeah. and uh, i don't know i mean what's an easy way of changing that that's a movies is one um, mm. because what i feel is west what they're doing kind of works with their audience uh, society audience. and how they are right because they're mostly independent mm. kids move out very early they don't have the joint families right as much as we do in india yeah. so we are much much closer as a community right families are much yeah. closer much more bigger so mm-hmm. to address that i think more cultural change is needed at the family level how you do things how you raise kids yeah. uh on marriage arranged marriages versus love and 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 how like the whole how you treat divorced women the single mothers so there are lots of cultural changes that are needed and all these contribute at some point or the other to toxic masculinity yeah. so gender is definitely i mean one aspect but i don't know if we can superimpose what is happening in the west directly to india and then hope that it will change yeah, yeah exactly so like i i feel like we've had a very like um like you know a diverse conversation here. we've con- uh, we've spoken about so many aspects of toxic masculinity do you have any advice for the guys in our generation like who are dealing with toxic masculinity currently do you have advice from your generation my generation or your yeah, like from your perspective like what is no i think for the gen- the kids coming out now i think when I mean, one um, i think they're better than our generation at least because yeah. communication has become better yeah uh, but i think I mean, yeah, uh, ideally i would say um, tell them to be more sensitive um, i guess i mean read more books <laughs> that's a starting point but then there's the issue yeah. of the book spreading toxic masculinity as <laughs> no, well so depends on what i mean like you yeah. have uh, uh, the books that you read the shows the movies right all these are influences on yeah. culture so i think changing those to be more mindful uh, yeah that, that would be one advice then i don't know Aki. yeah So I feel like it's uh starts from the parents and how they raise the children and if um uh, if you're going to like change the way you start talking to your um girl child like you tell them to like look out for um like go- when they're going outside they need to go with an adult right this and that I think they also need to educate men on how they can be more helpful to women around them and how they can help reduce toxic masculinity you know they can tell their children to be um more sensitive they can tell them to talk to them if they have an issue like um you know because a lot of times when you hear things uh, like if if for example you had a boy child uh you don't but like yeah. if you did um if he was crying okay do you think you would have at one point in time said okay don't cry you're a boy I don't think I would have said that, but yeah, that's yeah. a common reaction. Yeah, it is a common reaction. So things like that, I feel like that should be like, just like removed. Yeah, from even you. communicate also. Boys, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you don't sit and talk to them. I think that's one of the main, and they don't learn how to express their feelings. So. Yeah, yeah. And often they're told to just uh, 
you know how like men are yeah. meant to be the breadwinners in the house yeah. what if that's a huge stress for them what if they just, just want to yeah, yeah like just, just man, man up, up and find it. work and yeah. you know because obviously like women have their own issues as well but it's not like this pressure of only being the breadwinner and you can't do anything else like have you ever heard of someone say that a house husband and not get any beard looks for that yeah i've heard of people who are house husbands yeah but they get they get weird looks for that you ever judge them like little mentally so they know no i don't care really but that's the thing i feel like if a uh, women like i'm not saying like obviously if i'm talking about toxic masculinity yeah. doesn't mean i'm also saying like if you're going to be toxic to one be toxic to the other but i'm saying like in general if women are now allowed to go and work then why aren't men allowed to co- come inside to the house and start cooking and taking they care of the kids yeah. Yeah. Should be things like what? that yeah honestly if you feel like you had a son instead of two daughters do you feel like you would have raised him any differently than you did with akila i don't think so um, at least personally but uh, i i feel like you would have given him a little more independence not oh really <laughs> but thank you so much okay. for yeah. today's interview Thanks. i think it was a very good discussion we had yeah and um i think you gave some like important um new perspectives to me because i didn't really think about the cultural and traditional religious, religious of it, aspects yeah. of it um so yeah that is like you made a um you made important points today and i feel like that can really contribute to the awareness if not the solution just like the awareness in general of and also can i just say you have a very healthy balance i really appreciate oh your humor okay thanks <laughs> yeah because you've been very neutral but yeah. at the same time you do and have accepting. your own opinions no, yeah i feel like you've been very accepting of yeah um the questions you've asked so yeah. thank you okay. so much thanks yeah.